How do you run an effective business? Could it use a little help? That's where this program comes in. Welcome to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Your host is Phaedra's daughter, Precious Hanks Carter. Some organizations are running their business without the correct guidelines in place. They don't know, nor have they taken the time to get to know the correct way of running a business. Let Phaedra's wisdom help you right now. Thank you for tuning in. I am Precious Hanks Carter, your host for Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Today, I want to get into building your dream team. The past two shows, I have talked to you about getting your business plan together and the different resources and funding that is out there um, to help you launch and get your business off the ground. But today, I want to focus on your support system because I am a firm believer that we are not meant to walk through this life alone and that we were created to be relational creatures. And in every aspect of your life, you're going to have to build relationships. You have relationships within your family. You have relationships within your community. And you also need to have relationships on the business side. So what I want to discuss today is assembling your dream team. Because here is the the wonderful thing about this. We can't choose our family. Our family was given to us. We were born into our family. But the good news is, is that you can choose who you do business with. And so, and who you attach yourself to and who you allow to attach themselves to you. And so, I think that this is an important subject that sometimes is often overlooked or not given enough attention to. And so, um, I know I've learned over the years through uh, the different business relationships that my mother has maintained as well well as um, other colleagues, um, learned a lot, learned some positive stuff, learned some things that were areas of that, I've, that I think that business owners could improve on. And so this is a topic very near and dear to me. And so first I want to get into um, the reasons why you need to focus on building your dream team. And so um, different levels of the business, let's start out with all businesses have a headquarters. Your headquarters, that's, the impo- that's where the important functions of your organization are going to be at. That represents the entity at the center. Um, the people that are within headquarters take on full responsibility for managing all business activities. And so when you look at everything that I just said, the headquarters represents the core, the core of your business. That's the central part, the most central point of your business. So you are at the center and then headquarters is that next layer around you. And so that's why it's important because I want you to think of this as a a nucleus. Think of this as, as layers, 
layers of a ball and you are the most center point. And so now that you have yourself together, you have your, your business ideas written down for your business plan and you have your marching orders and you, you know exactly the direction that you want to go. It's important that you understand that you can't get there alone. And so that's why um, we're going to tackle assembling um, your, your dream team and who all uh, you need to surround yourselves around. And so a lot of people don't realize that they do even need a dream team. I was just talking to a young entrepreneur um, earlier this week that is going to be starting their business and I'm kind of mentoring them and I'm very excited about that. And that was another reason why I said, oh, a lot of people don't know this. So they were asking me for some advice. And the first thing that I told them was, hey, you need to talk to your accountant. And um, they were saying that they didn't have an accountant. And I said, well, that is definitely um, a person that you need to add to your team. And so, which prompted me to come up with the material for today's topic. So, um, and you may be thinking, oh, let me just go ahead and turn this off right now because I am not at the point where I can be having um, employees in that retrospect of headquarters. And I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. Because when I mean your dream team and your support system, I'm not necessarily talking about um, actual employees because you might not be there, but you will need, as I stated before, like an accountant. You're going to need an accountant. Um, and that's not somebody that is on your payroll. That's If you have a personal accountant that, that does your taxes, um, every spring, start there. Hey, um, do you do business taxes? Nine times out of 10, uh, tax accountants that do individual taxes also do corporate taxes. And so, um, and they have that understanding. So I would encourage you to start there. Another person that you would need to add to your, um, your business pre-launch would definitely be um, an attorney you definitely are going to need an attorney. Whether you have a personal attorney at this point in your life or not, it is important that you get an attorney because you definitely, in your business plan, if you remember from last, last week, and I might not have touched on this, but, um, and if I didn't, then I'll definitely be touching on this in future episodes more than likely next week. You need your attorney because you need somebody to help you draft up your articles of um, corporation. You need somebody to help you draft up your operating agreement because all of those things, banks are going to ask you before they'll do business with you, um, as well as uh, other entities will ask you, especially about your operating agreement. And you're going to need to do that specifically for your business because I know some people are just like, well, I can cut on costs and just go ahead and, and, look on legal zoom or, or 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 look on another website and get a generic one and i urge against that because as i stated before um businesses are not one size fit all so it is better to pay the money now to have an attorney to draft up all the required and necessary paperwork that you're going to need that is specifically tailored for your business and for your particular situation and circumstances and what i had told this this young entrepreneur earlier this week was that 
Don't get caught up on, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm spending this, I'm spending that. Don't get caught up on the cost because the good news is, is if you are um, spending that on the business, then guess what? It's a business expense. And so you just save all your, your receipts and all your paperwork um, for you can give that to your, your tax accountant. In addition to that, um, those are two very important people that I urge before you even get started with anything else, find yourself a, a good accountant and find yourself an attorney. And so the next person that I think is critically important is an IT expert. And I'm not telling you that you're going to need to hire an IT person. I'm just saying you need to find yourself an IT expert, somebody that can help you with your web design. Um, I know a lot of particular graphic designers now offer packages to where they, they build your website for you. And, and if you need to, to change your website, that they will do that within like the first year. But I can tell you, we've been around... Um, for 19 years now, and there are still updates that we need to make um, to our website often. And so you definitely need to have an IT expert that can go um, behind the scenes of your website and be able to take care of that because that's why they're the experts. You don't have to hire somebody full-time, especially if you're a small business. But what you can do, what I do know is a lot of IT uh specialists, they do work on the side. And so you just find, and we all know a, a good IT person. So you just just network. Remember last week I told you, get out to your local chamber of commerce, um, join different business groups and network. And because like I said, IT specialists are doing that as a side hustle and that's probably one of their small businesses too. So if you get out there and you network and you find a good person and you tell them all that they need, they all that you need, they can create a good little package and you, you get going there. And so this next person is really near and dear to me because it's what I do. You need yourself an, an HR expert. You need a human resource expert. And I, I don't want to get into this too much because, well, I'll go ahead and get into it with you guys. So I'm going back and I'm getting my doctorate degree. And um, I believe that right now I just started and we're working on topics of interest for our dissertation. And because I am in the HR field and I do go around and help small businesses set up their HR department, a lot of times I have also run into small businesses that outsource their human resource department. And sometimes that may be necessary, but when I found out that there was even such a thing as outsourcing your HR department, um, I thought, wow, that is very interesting. How do you have people adapt to your culture and, and, and your business acumen if your HR department, that is your advocate for your employees, they're the middleman between management and employees, isn't even a part of your business. And so... Um, so a topic of interest for my dissertation is um, human resources functions, outsourcing versus in-house. And so um, I do believe that as a small business, you have to consider, I, but I, I do honestly wholeheartedly feel like 
the HR position is definitely someone that uh, you will definitely need in-house because that person is the first person that your new hires see and how can they accurately convey your business culture if they're not even in your organization? And, you know, some people disagree with me, but that's that's the beauty of life is, you know, we all have our own opinions and how we feel about certain subjects. And so um, that's how I feel about that. But I really think whether you do outsource it or it's in-house, definitely someone that is a key role when it comes to startup is definitely your HR pro. Um, I also believe as well that you need a business development person. And sometimes, depending upon the industry that you're in, you might be able to be your own business development person. I know Mrs. Hanks um, was her own business development person um, from 2002 all the way up until 2015. And here's the thing, although she hired somebody um, to assist with business development, she didn't completely move away from business development because nobody can develop your business the way that you can. So even if you do hire somebody to help and, and, and just specialize in business development, you should not move away from it completely. And so, um, as I stated, in the, the infant stage of your business, the business development person will more likely be yourself um, because, as I told you before, nobody can pitch your business um, like you, but that is definitely a role that um, you will need. Um, another person is that you'll need is an accountability partner. And uh, this is different from a mentor. And the accountability partner can be just a friend. And remember, I'm not talking about roles that are on your payroll. I'm talking about your dream team, your support system. So your accountability your accountability partner is is just that someone that is going to hold you accountable someone that's going to check in on you and make sure that you're meeting your goals you're meeting your timelines and um and that's going to celebrate with you when you've met your goals and your deadlines but also motivate you and push you when you're falling short or you're cutting it close this is somebody that that gives it to you, you know, is just a straight shooter. You, you need somebody like that because you don't need everybody to be a yes person in your corner. You need people that are going to be realistic and, and tell it to you like it is. And as I stated before, it could be a friend. It could be a parent. It could be a sibling. But somebody that, that knows your dream, knows your aspirations and goals, and is going to check in on you periodically to make sure that um, you're on track to reaching that. And so um, a lot of people associate that with mentorship and um, it could be your mentor, but I, I like to keep an accountability partner and a mentor separate. Um, sometimes mentorship is a little tricky. And um, I've heard young entrepreneurs, I've heard current business owners and even people that are still in the startup phase, talk about how they've struggled to find a mentor, um, how sometimes it feels as though that have 
achieve that level of success don't want to give back. And, and if that has been your experience, then, you know, I completely apologize, but I do know that the people that um, I've surrounded myself around the people that my mother has surrounded herself around and, and business owners that I've known over the years, they're always willing um, to mentor someone else because that's what it's all about. It's all about giving back. Once you've gotten there, it's all about giving back and, and helping someone else get to where you're at because what better way to learn than from someone that has walked that path before you. And so, um, and so if you're on the other side and you're a little hesitant about someone helping you out and, and showing you the ropes, then I urge you right now to just to do some self-reflection and leave that ego outside because you're going to need someone to mentor you. Um, the way I've chosen to live my life and, and encourage my kids is to find someone that has been down that path because there's going to be plenty of paths in life that we're going to have to journey down that look unfamiliar and that we have no way around. And so there's no way that you can't stop and ask for directions or ask for somebody that's been down that path before to show you how to get down there. And um, I, I don't like dealing with the blind leading the blind. Um, I prefer to find somebody um, that's been in that arena and that can help me navigate successfully. And I'm not saying take all their, their ideas and, and, and their way of doing things, um, but definitely run things by them. They can tell you, because let's say that, that you have a way that you really want to do something and you just run it by your mentor and they say, you know, I try to do that, do it that way. And I didn't find success. Um, you can learn from other people's mistakes. You don't always have to make the mistakes yourself. The best, I, me, I will definitely learn from somebody else's mistakes. If I can avoid making it, and I've seen that somebody else has made it, I will try to, I will try to do that. And so definitely, definitely find yourself a mentor. Um, if you don't know anybody that's, that's already got a successful business in the industry that you're looking to get into, attend the conferences, attend the seminars. And most importantly, I can't stress enough, network. If you're going to be a business owner, you're going to have to network. You're just going to have to. And so that's how um, you find mentors. And, you know, some people might already have, have mentees and, and some people uh, might, might say that their schedule is too hectic, but you never know if you don't ask. And so um, that's, that's the best thing that I can tell you um, to do. So that is your support system that I want you to, um, those are key roles. Now, now there's always other um roles and, and tasks and responsibilities that you can divvy up, but um, those are key roles that that aren't necessarily on your payroll other than the HR function um, that you can definitely work on now, even if you're not even at a point to where your business is ready to go live. Um, you start with there and that is going to get you um, to where you need to be. Now, if you are 
at a place to where you have the funding to where you can start assembling your corporate team um, to where you're at a point to where you have the capability of hiring an office manager, because that's another thing is that um, depending upon the industry, because remember this podcast is not for a specific industry, but it's, it's for whoever desires um, to go into business. So I am trying to be as broad as I can um, to give general information to a, a large, vast audience. So if, but the one thing that I do know is most businesses, you're going to need an office manager or an office assistant because me being in HR, I'm very careful with titles because um, when you start putting manager or management into a title, that that's a supervisory position. So if you have an office assistant or an office coordinator, um, an office coordinator is an office manager minus the supervisory experience. So you definitely, if you're a small business starting out, you definitely want to get an office coordinator. Um, that is that is very imperative. Um, that is just your basic receptionist skills um, and administrative support. Somebody that's great at being organized, great at keeping schedules, great at routing emails and phone calls um, in the right direction and um, ordering office supplies, pretty much managing the office. And so you, you definitely are going to need, um, that's the first person that you're going to need. Um, those that are in the industry to where they need salespeople, you're going to need um, a team lead in that area when we're dealing with the pre-launch. Because remember, we're dealing with pre-launch um, businesses right now. So what I want to talk about now is um, how we convey and get this this these key roles that I just described on the same page and our actual dream team. So first it starts with you. Remember I told you, you are the center of the ball. You are the center of the nucleus. You are, you're the actual core. So it starts with you. So what I need you to do is I need you once you've gotten, you know, your accountant, your IT person, uh, your attorney, um, your business development person, your office coordinator, your HR person, you need to understand the strengths of each individual. And what you have to realize is that everybody comes from a variety of backgrounds. Everybody is bringing their own strength of expertise to you. More importantly, they'll all have different personalities and have different ideas about how to do their jobs. And what you also have to understand, too, is your accountant might not be just um, your accountant might not be just doing your business. They're going to be doing other people's businesses as well as other people's individual taxes. Your attorney, same thing. So they probably won't be as involved with your launch as the other ones will, but you still need to get them on the same page, especially your accountant of how you're going to be doing business. It's important for you to recognize that people have different personalities. 
um, and understand that um, their worth and value and ideas that they bring to you um, because it's up to you as the CEO, the founder of your organization to foster and, and channel everyone's strengths and allow them to shine in a way that it's going to benefit your business and keep you on the right track. So after you've mentally understood the strengths and, and wrote it down and, and, and you've got the, these people on paper and you've wrote down their strengths, now it's time for you to meet with them and explain your business vision. You need to talk about the culture. And I've said this in every podcast and I'm going to continue to say this on every episode. Talk about the culture that you want to build. You've got to start planting the seeds of your business culture in your workers' minds, in your, in your core um, team's minds right now so that it grows and it flourishes with them and that you get them excited about being a part of the team and about helping cultivate this environment that you desire to create. Um, I have talked about us as Hanks, Hanks & Associates. Our, our business motto is spirit of excellence. And so Mrs. Hanks has always said, hey, that's the environment that I, I, that's the reputation that I want, that when people say Hanks, Hanks and Associates, that they associate us with a spirit of excellence. When they see our workers, they say, hey, those are people that do stuff with a spirit of excellence. And so she has, she has taken on that mantra since 2002. And so that is the first thing before we really get into our business culture, that's the first thing that our employees are introduced to is the spirit of excellence. What you also want to do is to describe your future plans. Create a vision of where you want your team to be in six months, in a year, in two years, in five years, because that gives them something to strive for it's it gives them a mark and it it also allows for you guys to be able to go back in and make adjustments if you're meeting if if what you want to do in six months you're there in three months um it it, i have a friend who started um her and her husband started their own business and I remember asking her, hey, how, how's the business doing? And she said, we, we were breaking even um, before, we, you know, well in advance before we thought we would. And so they, that let me know right there that they had planned, okay, well, we'll probably break, we'll probably start breaking even here, here. And it was great. She was very happy and excited to tell me that they broke even um, before they thought they would. And that's the reason why you need to um, describe your future plans um, to your core group. And so um, I want to stop at this point because we need to take a break. And when I come back, we'll get into more about explaining your business vision as well as um, how to continue to successfully build and assemble your dream team. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. 
The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Business news and discussions are always changing. In order to stay ahead of the game, sometimes you need to be a follower. You can follow the Voice America Business Channel on Twitter at Voice AM Business. Again, that's at Voice AM Business. And stay current. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Be sure to like the Voice America Business Channel on Facebook. You'll find out about up-to-the-minute business happenings and get ideas from entrepreneurs and business professionals. Search Voice America Business or click the like button under the player and stay ahead of the curve. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You're listening to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. To reach the program today with a comment or question, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email by clicking the email host button on the Voice America show page. Now, back to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Here again is Precious Hanks Carter. Welcome back. Right before the break, I was encouraging you to explain your business vision to your your core team, your core dream team. And so I touched on talk about the culture that you want to build, as well as describing your future plans. And so next, I want you to explain the environment of customers and prospects and partners. And what you have to do is you have to show the interaction that you desire between all the people around your company. And more importantly, when you're in these meetings, I always urge future business owners to use we instead of I when you're talking about your business. If you're trying to get people on your team, you need to start using the we because it allows them to feel a part of your team and and to feel a part of the business and it allows them to take ownership over the task and responsibilities um, that you have given them. Um, next, 
I want you to, um, this is the main thing, is you've got to get them involved. Uh, we can't sit up here and just say, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to get this person, this person. You've got to get people involved. And if these are people that are, are definitely going to be um, involved in your day-to-day operations of your business, just the same way as you're you're getting your accountant involved. It's easy to give you, get your accountant involved. You're asking them like, hey, what's the best software? And, and you're giving them the, their assignment like, hey, research the best software um, for my business. And don't just settle for their recommendation because you have to go with what you feel comfortable with and what is easy for you to use. And so, um, you know, I always tell people when they ask me, I always tell them, hey, this is what my company uses. And this is the reasons why we use it because they're very, it, it's easy for us to use and it's what we're comfortable with. And, um, and so that's, I always encourage people that when they ask me for recommendations and, um, you know, with your lawyer, your attorney, you, you know, that's easy to give them tasks, but the rest of your team that you're assembling Take some load off of you because you're the brain brainchild behind this operation. And like I said, for the early stages, it's going to be up to you to focus on the business development. And it's going to be kind of hard for you to focus on the business development when you're trying to get um, all the other aspects. It's easy to multitask. Um, I'm not saying that you can't multitask, but what I'm saying is, is, is that which you can get rid of and pass off onto someone else then definitely do that. Give them tasks right away and give them tasks. That's why I said back in the first segment to find out their strengths, give them tasks at what they're, they're, they're strong in. Have your office coordinator go ahead and, and look for office furniture. You don't need to do that. Have them look for office furniture and send you what they found and then you do the final approval. You know, have them look for the, 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 um, the office space, you know, tell them, hey, you know, give me three. I want to see three um, office spaces and we'll, and I'll choose from that. You do that. You have them do that. And that frees you up to do stuff. In addition to giving them tasks and you know their strengths. Um, and I want to go back for a second um, because I'm all about empowering and I'm all about growth. Um, if you have an office coordinator, if you have one, if you have a team lead as a salesperson, when you discuss your future business plans, don't forget to ask them about their future plans. And see me being an HR, that's what I do. You know, even with new hires, I always ask them, "What are your? Where do you see yourself in five years?" Because our company, Mrs. Hanks, that's another um, a, a bullet point on our business culture. Mrs. Hanks has always believed in growth and promoting from within. And so um, I want to know where you see yourself in your career in five years, because we might have positions that will open up that will help you get there. And then I also, too need to know if you are one that's looking for growth or if you're just one that's comfortable with the current position that you're in. Because we did have that with one employee. I had one employee, um, you know, that said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this. It brings home a, a, a stable income. And, and so that was good to know um, because I can't care more about 
your career than you. But I said all that to say is when you get their future business plans, um, well, their future career plans, when you talk about your future business plans, that allows you the opportunity to challenge them. Uh, Let's say that you have somebody that wants to move into management. Well, you start giving them little supervisory tasks that are going to challenge them and they're not going to hurt the business. You want to help your employees to push themselves to be the best that they can be because when they're the best that they can be, that enhances your business to be the best that it can be. When you're challenging them, though, don't set them up for failure. Use specific goals and use timelines. Another thing in getting your employees involved is also acknowledging their successes. Um, Always reward success with praise. I I don't think that happens often enough. I think um, us as as consumers, when something doesn't go right, we're always quick to write corporate. We're always quick to call corporate and, and complain because we want them to take a course of action. But just the same as you do that, I always urge you, if you received something above and beyond in regards to customer service or in regards to a product, it's nice for that person to be praised as well. So I am one that does that as a consumer. If I've, if I've received outstanding service, I, I ask to speak to the manager the same way that I would ask to speak to the manager if something was wrong. So as an employer, you need to do the same. You need to do the same because here's the one thing that we have to understand. When you start hiring employees, they'll come in there and they'll do the job that you pay them to do. But if you can cultivate an environment to where people are going to love to go above and beyond, that's something special. Uh, Mrs. Hanks. We did, uh, one thing that my office did for Hanks Hanks & Associates is we implemented um, Employee Appreciation Month. Employee Appreciation Month for Hanks Hanks & Associates is um, in the month of June. So the second Friday, every month we have either an Employee Appreciation Luncheon or an Employee Appreciation Dinner. It just depends on the year. And so at that um, particular function, we take a time and we just honor the employees for for being dedicated to the company and for working hard um, in their positions. But we also award employees um, that have just exemplary um, behavior and so and work ethic. And so what we do is we always give out uh, excellence, Spirit of Excellence Award. That's just something. Somebody that, you know, we just keep receiving email after email after email about what they've done. And, and but more importantly, we have a above and beyond award that we give out. And that goes to the employee that went above and beyond that year to get what needed to get done. And so that's just in the future. But I wanted to talk about just acknowledging their successes. So, you know, if, if, if somebody in your core team ended up saving you money, you know, just let them know how much you appreciate them. That's, that's it. People just want to receive praise. 
And then while you're going through this process too, and I know I said I don't like blind leading the blind, but while you're going through this process too, um, and you have bought these people like your office coordinator or or if you're in a business where you have salespeople, you, you know, your team lead salesperson, mentor your, your people. Um, because when you mentor your people and they see the behind the scenes stuff, it makes it that much more special for them to go to bat for you um, when the time comes. And it also helps them to catch on um, to your business culture um, quicker. And that allows for your company to, to grow. So next, I want you to define roles. You can't just, you can't just say, hey, this is, this is what I want you to do, or this is the position that I'm going to put you in, or this is the department that I want you to be over. Make it your own. Um, no, this is your business. You have to define um, your roles because it's all about perspective. What I might think, it's funny because my husband, we had some contractors come out and work on our driveway today, this morning. And I asked him, I said, how long is it going to take them? And he said, a while. And I was quiet on the phone for a second. And I said, what does a while mean, honey? And he said, "Uh, I don't know, um, two to three hours. I said, see, that's not what a while means to me. A while means the whole day to me. So a while to me means eight hours, whereas a a while to my husband means two to three hours. So that's why you just can't leave it up for someone's interpretation. In business, your business, you need to define um, everyone's role, especially at at your key roles, your dream team. Everyone needs to know their job, what's expected of them and what's not. Um, if you don't make this clear, um, sometimes disappointment's going to happen and the morale is going to end up suffering and, and progress and efficiency might be affected. I have an example with this. So I will admit <laughs> I'm not an easy person to work for. And what I mean by that is if you work in my department I'm not an easy person to work for. And that's because of how much I care about the employees. So we, anybody that works under me, it's little to no room for error. We, we can't afford, we work on payroll. We work on benefits. I don't want anybody's check to be messed up. So it's little to no room for error. And so, um, but also I have policies that I have created procedures that um, we've built. So in my particular department, I don't like people to take the initiative. (laughs) And you might be like, wait a minute, what? And it's not that I don't like people to excel. It's I don't want people taking the initiative. When when it comes to policies and procedures, we have, you know, we have a process set in place for payroll. And there's various steps that need to be taken. Um, and it's a, a flawless policy. It's a flawless process, and um, and it's it's meant to be that way because when you're dealing with people's paychecks, you want to make sure that you get that over to the bank in a timely manner. So I like it. I personally like when people take the initiative. I just don't like people to take the initiative 
um, in my department because sometimes it ends up doing more harm than good. Now, the good news is, is that the people in my department know that. So, you know, they, they, they stick with what's in front of them, what policies we have in place, the manual um, of how to, and that's what we do. Now, there are certain things where it's like, well, hey, that's yours, you know, make it your own. I need an Excel spreadsheet. These are the, the things I need, or I need a PowerPoint presentation. I'm not talking about that, but you just have to, um, you know, and I know people are probably like, wow, wow, that sounds really harsh. I'm not, I'm really a fun person. You ask the people, they love to work for me um, because they know what they're going to get. And you just have to establish that right away. Um, and you have to update roles and tasks frequently as your business grows so that everybody understands what they're supposed to be doing and that they're not going to make the assumption of, oh, I thought such and such was going to be doing that because there's no worse feeling than a task that isn't complete, not because somebody started and didn't finish it, but because nobody ever started it because they were confused at to who was going to start it. So the one thing that I think Hanks Hanks and Associates does a great job of is team building. And um, Mrs. Hanks's motto is, is, hey, we work hard, but we play even harder. And so um, no matter how hard you work, we're going to play even harder um, just because that's a part of the reward. And so I want you to consider that too, when you're doing these, these pre-launch meetings with your dream team, um, your corporate team, consider team building. Everything doesn't just have to be, oh, let's go into the conference room and, and meet, meet, meet. Um, sometimes you can, you can meet the heck out of people where they're just like, I don't want to see another meeting or they get frustrated and be like, that meeting could have been an email or that meeting could have been a conference call. Um, but if you do team building exercises, um, it makes it that much more fun and it, and it makes them anxious to, to get together and, and strategize to, of ways to build the business and grow. What Mrs. Hanks would do um, all the time, often, is we would go to an NBA basketball game. We'd go to the NBA basketball game the night before, and then that next day, we'd hit the ground running with our, our planning sessions. Um, we've done um, seminars to where um, it wasn't just us planning. We bought, we would bring in someone outside of the business that would also, um, you know, just a, a different voice. And they would come at it from a different aspect. I remember one year we had a lady come in and, and give us a personality test and allowed us to see um, what our, I, I think, spirit animal was. And, and um, you know, one time, um, well, of course, Mrs. Hanks is a lion, um, but we got to know that, um, one of our project managers was an owl. And that was good to know because um, we were able to be able to relate better. And so it was awesome for this outsider to come in and, and do this course with us for 50 minutes in between our planning sessions because it was great with the way she went about 
um, testing us and then revealing to us what we were and how we can, how this person learns, how this person relates. And, and it helped us understand and be able to communicate with each, with, with all of our project managers better. So I urge you to consider team building exercises. Now, granted, I am talking about a business that's, that's been around for 19 years and we, we started doing that stuff probably like about the 10 year mark of what I'm explaining to you, but there are ways that you can do team building. Um, you just have to budget carefully. You have to know what it's going to cost and, and plan for that because it's still considered a business expense because at the end of the day, it is a meeting and it's helping your business grow. Um, recognize the value of diversity. And I've talked about that um, earlier on in the segment of um, recognizing people's value. Um, extend your team um, beyond your business. And with your team, because it's always great to hear another voice outside of um, what your what it's always great for them to hear a voice outside of yourself. And the what's even greater is is if that voice is saying the same points that you are, they're getting it, they're getting the same message just from a different source. And so um, also it's great to have a team coach. And, and like I said, I know some of this stuff is an extra expense, but it's, you know, there's coaching has life coaches, business coaches, all of that. It has become popular um, over the past decade. And I think they've become popular, not because it's a fad, but because it is a need. It is a key need. Um, also, another thing to do is to um, be able to receive constructive criticism. Identify problems early. Always leave room for your team to be able to, to throw out suggestions as well as um, what they anticipate um, could be problems. And so in that situation, um, you can get ahead of what could potentially damage your business culture by just hearing people out, especially if you're in a business to where you have salespeople. Um, we don't have it, but I've, I've helped businesses that have had salespeople. You have that team lead and they come back and they tell you because you're no longer out in the field. They tell you, hey, this is the problem that that, you know, such and such them are running into. Then you're able to get ahead of it before you start doubling and and, and multiplying with building your sales team up. And, and that's also in other things, too. Um, even with our business, we. Um, we had a situation to where um, we had this one department and we kept having a high turnover rate. And it wasn't a high turnover rate um, necessarily to other businesses, but it was a higher turnover rate than what I wanted to see. And um, finally, we were able to just meet with the team members in that department individually. And one was very open, honest, and candid. Um, and just told me what they thought the problem was. And um, I met with Mrs. Hanks 
and um, our VP of operations. And I was like, here's what I think the problem is. And we've got to nip this in the bud, or we're going to keep having a higher turnover rate. And so we were able to, to de-escalate that, um, get to the root of the problem and grow from there. And so, um, You also have to let your team members know um, how much authority they have, how much decision-making they have before um, they need to see your, seek your approval. Just the same way as you have a, a, a hierarchy, which you should always establish that, your organizational chart right away, or your desire of that, you need to let your team members know, okay, this is what you're authorized for, this is what you what you're approved to do, anything above that, you need to start here um, because you don't want people out there um, making decisions um, that they shouldn't be making, speaking for the business in a capacity in which they shouldn't be speaking. Um, but on the flip side, you need to also um, make sure that everyone on your team is contributing and they're active and um, they're connected um, because sometimes um, one team member may have what the other one may need. Um, I know for us, um, our accountant has what our bank needs. And so sometimes you're able to just connect them and that takes you out of being the middle person and, hey, they're authorized to see this, they're authorized to see that. So that's what I mean um, with those two points. Um, foster solid relationships to keep focus on what matters. And I think that all starts with we above me. And I believe that that starts, remember earlier on, I said that you're the nucleus and you have to energize the team around you for shared purpose and reality. So when you are that ball of energy, it just spreads to each layer. And so I'm actually out of time, but I hope that I gave you um, a wealth of knowledge to be able to start to assemble your dream team. Tune in next week as we continue to help you start and grow your business. Thank you for tuning in this week to Let's Talk Business According to Phaedra. Your host, Precious Hanks Carter, will be back next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. That's noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we feature another edition of the program. We'll talk business success again soon.